Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Insights. We're here with our favorite nutrition coach, Betsy Johnson. Betsy, how you doing? I'm great. Thank you. We're so thankful you're back on the podcast. Thank you for having me. And uh, we talked a little bit before we hopped on air um, here, and we wanted to go over healthy eating during the holidays. And I know with your clients, you're coaching them through holiday parties, through eating late at night, you know, what's, you know, what's your mindset heading into the holidays from a nutrition standpoint? So I always tell people, and some of the biggest misconceptions is I have a big party that I'm going to go to. So I'm just going to save up my calories and like hardly eat during the day. And then I'll just go and have um, a meal at this party. And I always tell people like never go to a party or an event hungry, especially if you don't know what you're going to be, what kind of food there is, because it could be a table with just a bunch of fried hors d'oeuvres and everything. And if you go there and your blood sugar is totally bottomed out, uh, which means that you haven't eaten much the whole day, you're just going to absolutely gorge on that type of food. And then you don't feel good. And it just kind of is a whole downward spiral. So I always tell people, especially going to parties or anything, to actually eat before you go. Um, not to go hungry. Uh, to to Even with Thanksgiving or Christmas, like stay on schedule. Eat, Keep your blood sugar stabilized. Uh, eat small meals, stay on schedule so that when you get to the party, you're not, you're actually socializing with people. If you have a cocktail in your hand, that's fine, but your your whole goal isn't necessarily going around the food table, you know, just completely gorging on everything, and then you just feel horrible afterwards. That's so interesting because I think, you know, the typical mindset is, oh, we've got a holiday party tonight, you know, so I don't eat. Right. You know, because you know there's going to be a bu- buffet of food. Right. And you almost want to take advantage of it. Correct. In a way. But yes. you're saying, actually, don't go hungry. No. You know, eat a little bit before. Uh, yes. Don't tell the host that. Right. Exactly. Yes. No, that's really cool. Yeah. And most parties, especially this time of year, um, are most of them are not sit down dinners. And so they're mostly kind of like a cocktail, a meet and greet, um, hors d'oeuvres, those types of things. So if you're at anything like that, well, you've already eaten a little bit before you go. So then uh, you go and then I use it as a time to just see everyone socialize and not completely just be like, oh my gosh, I'm starving. And I'm just going to go. And when your blood sugar bottoms out, the two things that you want the most is carbs and sugar. So you're going to go to the cookies, the cake, the anything that is not the best for you. So it's it's a cycle that you don't want to start. Correct. It's, it's hard to stop that train. Exactly. Once it's going. Yeah. You and, just keep going down. And what you're saying is to stop it or to not get that train started is just to not be hungry going into these situations. Exactly. Yeah, that's really that's really good advice. Advice that I actually haven't heard. Yeah. Like that's a fascinating take on that. Is there any, you know, cooking advice for for the for the moms out there who are uh planning these big meals for family? Um is there anything that you kind of coach people on as far as what to cook in those situations? I mean, there's always going to be like your traditional things that people want, or just maybe it's a family traditional, um, you know, casserole or um, some type of recipe that has been, you know, brought down in generations. But when I make something, I also think of, okay, what can I bring that would be easy to take, easy to pair with uh, different items? And if the made item's turkey, if it's like a lamb chop, if it's, you know, something that's a heartier meat, which is typical for your holidays. People don't typically have fish. 
um, then I usually think, okay, what is something lighter that can be paired with that? Maybe a salad with like some chopped up fruit and some nuts in it. Maybe some roasted vegetables with um, some type of seasoning in the vegetables. Maybe it's, um, you know, some type of easy uh, side dish that can be with like a Greek yogurt. So something like that. There's tons of recipes actually that, that are out there that have a lot of substitutions that taste good too. And I think that that's the biggest thing that people think of is, oh my gosh, I'm cooking for 20 people and it's going to be healthy and so it's going to probably taste bad. And it doesn't. And there's a lot of great substitutions, a lot of things that people like that are easy and healthy and you can make in bulk that are okay still. As, what's your take on like turkey? You know, is there any, like you said substitutions. Do you have like favorite substitutions for, you know, party situations? Well, like actual like turkey turkey, I like better than ham. Okay. The reason why is because ham is loaded with sodium. So uh, you definitely want the white meat of the turkey, not the dark. The dark is higher in fat. I love the dark so. meat. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love dark meat. Okay. So um, the dark is higher in fat. The white is lighter, and it's going to be better for you. Ham is way higher in sodium and salt, and so uh, that's why a lot of people feel puffy, um, actually feel swollen after they eat something that's high in sodium or salt. And a lot of that has to do with, you know, the ham itself has that. So Um, another great meat that I always make at Christmas time is uh, pork tenderloin. Um, It's kind of like the other white meat, but I'll do like a rosemary pork tenderloin or um, like a cranberry pork tenderloin, something like that that's super festive, but it's also very healthy. and It's very tender. Like pork tenderloin is seems juicier to me than like a... A typical white meat. Yes. That's yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So pork pork tenderloin's great, but like I said, a lot of times with these holidays, you're having heavier meat, heavier things than like a fish or a chicken or ground turkey. So you, if you can, um, I mean, obviously, even like a lamb chop or a lamb that's light. The biggest thing that people struggle with and can can go ba- bad very quickly is marinades. Putting things, putting your meat, putting anything in a high salty marinade, high sugar, high salt. And if you set your meat in that because you want it to marinate and then all of a sudden you look at your marinade and you're like, oh my gosh, like this has 960 milligrams of sodium for, you know, three tablespoons or, and that's where it can really get you or sugary, um, barbecue sauce or anything like that can really hit you hard with those types of things. So you want to be light, maybe some, um, light lemon juice, some, um, like low sodium soy sauce or something that can be, you know, really light, even like some olive oil, something like that, instead of soaking your meat in heavy sugary sodium salty marinades so watching the marinades mm-hmm. is a big deal because that's something i don't think about yeah. i think like if i'm eating white meat for example i'm fine yeah you know but you have no idea what it's been cooking in that can add a whole bunch of calories correct and i mean to you it might be fine but to someone that's really watching their weight or trying to lose weight and then um are frustrated like gosh i just had pork tenderloin and i thought that was healthy and why did my weight go up And then I will say to someone, well, did you marinate it? Did you put anything on it? Oh, yeah, I put this marinade and they send it to me. Well, it's your, you know, you're retaining a lot of water right now because of the sodium that was in it. So it is definitely something to watch out for. Um, One thing I wanted to talk with you about in particular around the holidays is stress. What's your what's your take on that? Do you find that, you know, your clients struggle with stress management during the holidays and that affects the way they eat? 
Is that something you found? Yes. It's funny you say that. I just left a client who said that her biggest thing is just stress around the holidays. And she said, but if she can keep her food in control, like she feels like she's more in control. Okay. And so what a lot of times people do, though, is the biggest thing they let go out of control is their food. So um, if you can just stay as much on target as possible and not use eating as your stress manage, but m- maybe going outside and walking or exercise um, as another tool, that would be a way better. And that, that goes in line with, you know, one of the biggest takes I've gotten you over the last couple of months is just being intentional and controlling what you can control. Right. And if you can kind of flip the switch in regards to how you respond to stress from eating drinking eggnog, whatever, to taking a walk, slowing down, it, then it can change your your life in a way, not right. just the holidays. Yeah, yeah, That's exactly. You, I, I was wondering what <clears> you <throat> thought about that. And, and another thing is, too, is one cookie may not hurt you, but some people really struggle with sugar. And so sugar is everywhere, especially around in the month of December. And so all the cookies and baking and everything. And so it may not hurt you, but if you start spiking your insulin – a lot of people that love sugar, once it spikes, you want more of it. So one may not hurt you, but then it may in like it may get your desire to have more and more of it. And so if you have sugar, then you're like, oh, gosh, you know, like I kind of want that cake now or just want a bite of it. Or then it can it's a slippery slope really fast. So um, when I always tell people, when I work with people, I always tell people like rip the bandaid off and just really try to get yourself away from sugar because the longer you are without it, you don't miss it as much. But once you have it, it just kind of, I mean, it's like a drug. Once you have it, it kind of starts the whole insulin train all over again. You really want the desire to have it more. And that's in a way like how the holidays can really mess up your whole entire year. Yeah. You know, when you're around that much sugar it can set you up for failure come, you know, January, February, March, and you're having a really tough 2020, you know, getting back on track. Yes. Yes. That's really interesting. So you're building that muscle right now so that, you know, come January, which I know we're going to do a a New Year's podcast, um, you know, your nutrition for the start of the New Year is going to be way better. Correct. Then you're just already starting out on with a bang instead of feeling like you're in a huge slump and having to really do a lot of work to get yourself out of that hole that's really interesting yeah well but before we end up here i want people to know how to sign up for your newsletter or something i get every what, what day do you send it out on it just kind of depends a lot of times it's friday but okay. sometimes it just varies but there's, there's recipes yep. you know you sent out one on game day recipes how to you know have people over and healthily you know, watch the ut games right uh, so how can people sign up for so that? they can go to my website at betsynutrition.com um, it's B-E-T-S-Y nutrition.com. And um, literally when you pull up the website, it will ask you um, if you want to subscribe to my newsletter. And that's when you would get the email once a week or once every other week. And it will have recipes and uh, pointers and even people's stories about testimonials uh, working with me. And so that's all on the, all on the email. Betsy Johnson, thank yeah. you so much for your time today. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of the podcast. We really appreciate you being here. Uh, If you haven't subscribed to the podcast or given us a rating, please do. Uh, It helps us be found by by more people that are just like you and interested in these health topics. Um, If you have any any questions, anything you want us to talk about on the podcast, any uh, health, health and wellness topics, 
Uh, please don't hesitate to shoot me an email. My email is ben at performancemedicine.net. I would love to hear from you, any feedback you have, uh, any cool insights you've gotten, and any questions you have. Um, we'd love to take those, take those questions uh, as we're starting to do a, more and more Q&A type shows. So anyways, thank you again for being here, and we will see you guys next time.